Hello, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. This podcast channel is here to assist you on your journey to self-knowing, to growth, to empowerment. I'm a Reiki master teacher, shamanic practitioner, energy healer and teacher. And a lot of my work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose, empowerment, manifestation, abundance and sacred union. I take my inspiration from the world around me, the wonderful, amazing people who come and see me for assistance in their life and my own personal life journey to Gnosis. The website, again, is sacredspacehealing.org. Welcome. So, hello and welcome to today's podcast. Today I would like to shine a light on um, how suffering does not need to be our badge of honour. I've talked about this in other podcasts about, you know, the wounded healer and this kind of hangover that we have from organised religion, of this kind of, this, this Christ concept. But I just want to shine a light on this idea that if we suffer, it's a noble thing and that actually... You know, suffering is something that we have to go through. We have to experience suffering in our life in order for there to be growth. I'm not sure that's entirely true. You know, I'm not sure it's entirely true that in order for us to grow as individuals, our life has to be a life of suffering. I think life is a combination of many things. But we all know people personally or from a distance, who live blessed lives that um, they've never really experienced suffering. And yes, we can say it's relative. You know, their pet goldfish died when they were a child or um, they injured themselves uh, playing sports or they broke up with someone, right? But there are levels of suffering. And there are plenty of people who go through life without having really experienced suffering. I mean, I often, I'll come across people who will say, you know, they, they have a breakup with someone or um, something happens, like they get an injury. And they say, oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I've had a very blessed life. Now, how are these individuals growing then and succeeding in the world and doing things and having houses and partners and um, babies and money in the bank. I mean, you'd think they were curled up in a corner somewhere, unable to operate in the world because they hadn't experienced suffering and they hadn't grown. I think we've been fed um, a a hangover from organized religion, you know, from the Christ story, uh, that suffering is noble. Suffering takes us closer to God. Suffering makes us God-like. Suffering makes us Christ-like. And then this has sort of filtered down into uh, New Age spirituality, and um, fill it, filter down into this kind of guru speak. I mean, a lot of these gurus who have told us that suffering is noble, there's many reasons why they've done that. Some of them have experienced suffering and come through it, and it's their understanding of the world. Um, some of them that are less than honorable, it's a really good way of manipulating people and keeping them small, because you can do whatever you want to your um, c- community then, can't you? And say, well, you're growing through your suffering. Um, it's a kind of a, a form of gaslighting, really. Um, so there are many reasons why people have these ideas. Sometimes these ideas evolve because we're trying to make sense of a, of a world in which there is suffering. 
And I, as, as I've said often, you know, sometimes really great things happen to bad people and really bad things happen to great people and there's no reason why it just happens. Like sometimes shit just happens. And But we, as human beings, we're looking for reasons. You know, we're looking for why they're suffering in the world or in our lives or, you know, why the people that we love are suffering. And when we can't find a reason, we start to say, well, it's God's will or you'll grow out of this experience, or this experience is going to help you be a better person, and so on and so on. But these are just explanations. They're the reasons that we're looking for, for something that we can't explain, for something that is beyond us. I don't feel suffering is a badge of honour, and I think sometimes when we are attached to that idea, we seek it out even. We don't want to heal. Um, We revel in it. Uh, we think it makes us special in some way. We get caught up in the kind of mire of it. Suffering is horrible. It's horrible. No one should have to go through it, really. Um, it, wouldn't it be lovely if we all lived these really blessed lives where our greatest suffering was that our pet goldfish died? And some of the things that people have to endure are unimaginable. Does it make them a better person than the next? Well, it depends how they respond to those events. But does it mean that they had to go through that because it was karma or because they had to grow? I don't believe in that. Now, someone once said to me that um, you know, the suffering of an individual was because of their karma. It was the karma catching up with them. And I, I really don't believe in that either. I don't feel that if you're having a bad time in your life right now, it's because you were a bad person in a past life. It doesn't work that way. Not in my belief system anyway. Past, present and future are all one and we don't, it doesn't work that way. Not really. I don't believe that if someone is going through a terrible time in their life that, you know, this is a growth period for them. It depends how they respond to it. It may not be a growth period for them. It could be a real decline for them. You know, it's down to the individual. Thankfully, most people use suffering as an opportunity for growth, to learn to do new things, to get rid of what's toxic in their life and so forth. But some people don't. Some people succumb to it and um, and it doesn't help them grow. In fact, they sort of um, they sort of retreat, you know, it, it's very damaging and harmful to them. And um, that doesn't mean that they failed in some way. That was their response to the suffering. So I think we've elevated suffering. And of course, suffering is big business, isn't it? <laughs> if we didn't elevate suffering to this kind of status, we wouldn't have our gurus and our teachers and our workshops and our retreats. It's big business, just like sickness is big business. You know, none of our pharmaceutical industries would exist if sickness wasn't such big business. And it's the same with suffering. If we weren't being tied up in knots and given false information and kind of false spirituality that uh, ennobles and enables and prolongs our suffering, there would be no spirituality marketplace. But because we've been given that information for so long, and some of it is down to organized religion, and some of it is down to uh, misinformation, and some of it is down to distraction, many, many things, we now have a multi-million dollar pound um, business that is spirituality. Now, no one in that business who's making money out of the suffering of others wants to tell you that tomorrow you could end your suffering by doing this one thing. Why would they do that? This become big business. And similarly, it's what we see in the pharmaceutical industry, that, you know, that the cure is just more, uh, more drugs uh, that keeps the pharmaceutical industry running. It doesn't necessarily assist the individual that's in pain. 
you know, often with drugs, like in the pharmaceutical industry, you're told, well, this drug will have these side effects. So you'll take this drug to combat those side effects. And then when you come off this drug, you'll take that drug to help you come off that drug. I mean, it's a lifetime of being signed up to an industry. And it's the same, with it's become, sadly, the same with spirituality. Oh, well, you've got this suffering, but in order to alleviate this suffering, you need to do this course. And then when you do this course, this is going to come up, so you might want to do that workshop. And then once you've done that workshop, you might want to read that book. I mean, the marketplace now, in terms of the books and recordings that are out there, is insane. And a lot of the stuff is just watered-down nonsense. It's not even the truth. And that... um, we get our truth from within. Yes, we read some books for inspiration, listen to the odd podcast, you know, go to the odd retreat, but it all has to come from within. And so suffering is big business, and it is starting to be worn as a badge of honor. Um, and it isn't. It's not a badge of honor, and it's not big business. It's a byproduct of being a human being on planet Earth because we live uh, in a dimension of polarity, of dark and light. And thus, there is always going to be suffering of some level. You know, in, in order for um, one animal to survive, another animal will suffer, it will die. If you look at the animal kingdom, that's just an inevitability. It's horrible. It's horrible when you see the lion chase down um, the gazelle or the deer or that poor little baby that was just born, you know. And you know that the mother is grieving and you know that there's nothing you can do on these nature documentary programs. And it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. But in order for that one animal to feed its family and not suffer, another being had to suffer. And that's planet Earth. We don't live in a spiritual dimension where we're energy and, um, and all we are is energy. We have physical needs and desires. And sometimes our physical needs and desires will create suffering in the world, consciously or unconsciously. But that doesn't mean that the suffering is to be celebrated. And it doesn't mean that it has to be elevated. And it doesn't mean that we have to seek it out because somehow it means that we are growing or that this is our karma that we're clearing or that we have to embrace our suffering because if we don't embrace it, then somehow we're not being spiritual enough. You can tell your suffering to bugger off. You know, you can go in another direction from suffering. And the thing about the elevation of it is, is that it sort of plants in us this desire to seek it out, to seek out difficult situations, to seek out places and people that will enable and create more suffering in our life. And of course, we do that because we are traumatized, we've got you know old programming in us and so forth, but sometimes we do it because we have this kind of belief that's being put in us that if we're not suffering, then somehow we're not living. And it is possible to live a blessed life and to just you know, sidestep those landmines, uh, to not give your energy to them. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master teacher, shamanic practitioner, uh, energy coach and uh, teacher. Uh, The work is focused on life purpose, core wound healing, sacred union sessions, manifestation and abundance. And of course, if you've enjoyed these podcasts and you want to keep them free and keep the free content flowing, then donate to appreciate. Head over to the website sacredspacehealing.org. There's a drop-down menu and you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to at this time. And all the money goes back into creating more free content. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.